0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. But we're going to start out with San Corman, Executive Director. Of the Sewage and Water Board, obviously there was a, some strong wind, some strong rain. There were some power outages last night. He'll um, give us an update as to where we stand. Gassan, welcome to the show.
0: Good morning, Noel. Thank you for having me.
1: Gasan, we started the week out with uh, some concerns about pumps that were down, uh, trying to get them back up. I think y'all were able to successfully get uh, some of the pumps back up and working. And how did we fare last evening?
0: Well, I think we fared uh, fairly well. Uh, we did not have any uh, major experience uh, with any issues. So uh, all in all, uh, the, we described that the storm as fast moving. Uh, it had some high intensity rain, but it didn't last long. So uh, we were able to manage it all fairly well.
1: Power and, outages, was was there any issue relative to power throughout the system?
0: Not that we were impacted by, no. I mean, I know us. Impacted other people, but uh, operationally we were fine. And
1: the pumps that were up and running were able to make it through the evening without any issues. We uh, this morning.
0: that yeah, that is accurate. Uh, we did a lot of prep work, and you alluded to one major issue we had due to uh, what I call, you know, a criminal activity. You know, vandalizing and stealing some copper uh, wire. Rendering uh, a station uh, inoperational, uh, and we are obviously going to focus on what that means long-term, talking to uh, the police department, talking to other, you know, policymakers as to how do we elevate uh, the penalty or just the topic itself, you know, because the consequence of uh, this, you know, vandalism or just a criminal act has serious consequence to Public health and our ability to protect our uh, community um, during an event so we're going to make it uh, a top priority for us to see what we can do to uh, avoid future uh, bad bad actors from continuing it's just a very uh, you know adverse impact on our system
1: How frustrating is that? I mean, it's not enough that we have enough challenges with the age of the equipment and everything that we've talked about over the years, but you got some idiot that's going to come and steal copper that's going to render it inoperable.
0: I mean, it's just. Yes, and the discrepancy between the value of that copper to somebody is so minimal versus what it means in terms of inability ability to protect our public. I mean, it's just a huge, huge discrepancy between the two. And, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing they don't care or they don't think about that. But we have to do, we're taking a lot of precautionary measures and making it much more difficult uh, for for folks to, to to do that. But nonetheless, if somebody wants to do harm, they they will. And we need to make sure that they know that they'll be met with uh, you know, severe consequence, and uh, with the help of our again policymakers and the police department.
1: I know that um, we, you, you guys have been embarking upon the implementation of your smart meter program. Any um, updates there? Uh,
0: well, we continue to switch uh, meters uh, on on daily basis. Uh, this quarter will will uh, reflect. Uh, what we call you know just the, the uh the first ma- major rollout because we've done a lot of soft rollout uh, uh, working through a lot of issues making sure that the all the softwares are interfacing correctly and the uh meter the meters are actually speaking to the towers and the towers are sending uh, the reads to a local, so it's all all that th- these processes are, have been embedded, and now we're uh, gonna go out and hopefully do about 4,000 meters a month, and uh, even hopefully we'll ramp those up even higher or more uh, as we get uh, more proficient and more comfortable with the swapping. We have not been able to, uh, or we have yet to. Produce a bill based on the smart meters because we're trying to create enough data to assess any consequence or uh, uh, any results from the, the switching before we, we uh, actually do that. So we're, we're, we're cautiously moving forward, but it, pretty imminently we're going to start producing um, bills that are uh, based on the smart meter reads.
1: So what you're saying, you guys are still running beta testing and transferring data from the smart meter to the billing program to make sure that the efficacy uh, standards that you all have developed are, are there and that you meet them before you roll that out.
0: That, that is correct. And and one uh, known issue that's universal to any utility that has uh, switched from all old- uh, meters to smart meters, uh, you you typically experience um, a delta between the old reads versus the new reads based on the accuracy of the new meters. Mm-hmm. So the new meters are very very uh, well calibrated and they are very accurate and they would uh, register every single drop of water that goes through your meter. Versus the old meter, uh, the older it, it is, the less accurate. And the more under-registration that it would would do, meaning that we have probably um, routinely and on a regular basis have uh, under-registered uh, uh, the actual consumption. So now we're capturing that delta with the new reads, and we're trying to figure out what that average increase is going to be before we can, you know, obviously start sending the bills, making sure that we're... We educate the public in advance of what to expect. Obviously, the benefit uh, is the accuracy, the benefit is the timeliness, uh, reliability, but also, you know, with that may, may come some increase in the actual registration. And, you know, we're, we're, we will be charging people for what they consume, uh, which what we haven't been doing for a while. So it's, a, it's an issue that is universal, and every single utility who's done this work before had the same exact issue.
1: Well, typically when you're improving efficiency, new equipment, you're able to calibrate uh, better, you're, you're able to account better. What you see is uh, you're going to have registered volumes of use of water that are going to go up. It's a it's a PR nightmare for sure, because <laughs> no one no one wants to wants to believe that they're consuming more and they're gonna have to pay more, right?
0: Well, I mean, that, right. I mean, spot on. Uh, it just it's a it's just the, how we're we're going to educate and make sure that people are uh, know what to expect and understand why. And you know, we're trying to build trust, so we want to make sure we're very transparent on the front end and make sure that you know any reaction good or bad, is, is, uh, you know, received and managed. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure our customers are informed and satisfied at the end of the day.
1: So basically, y'all are double-checking to make sure that what you're registering fall within the industry tolerances, because we're not first to market with this technology, obviously. Uh, And so there's a standard that's out there and developed already.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And we are being super cautious Again, given our history with you know the, the estimate, estimated bills, and uh, all the issues associated with it, so we want to make sure again we're we're pivoting from from the, that place to a much more confident and more transparent uh, and informed place for our customers, so they they trust what we're t- what we're doing on their behalf, they trust our numbers. And you know long term it's it's obviously a huge improvement for the, our community, but that first hit might be a little bit um, you know tough to navigate the first couple builds and then it it normalizes and then again, we enjoy the benefit of the the technology we're investing in.
1: Gassan, the last time you and I talked, uh, the city uh, public works department was in the process of assessing their uh catch basin. Basing cleaning protocols, um, any anything new to report there?
0: Uh, I haven't had the conversation with with them uh, recently since you and I spoke. Uh, I know they they are focusing on uh, a, a specific number of the over seventy thousand catch basins that they are responsible for. And I believe they're targeting anywhere between five to ten thousand in terms of, you know, the highly susceptible ones to, you know, collecting more debris and what have you. So, but I, I don't have an update on how far they've gotten with that reference yet. All right. Final thoughts. Um, again, you know, we we want to be uh, cautious. We want to be ready for any any storm, any event. We have one coming this Thursday, so stay tuned and. Uh, we'll
1: be as ready as we can be. All righty. Best of luck to you. We really appreciate your time uh, this morning and look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you, Norm. Have a great, uh, great day. All righty, folks. That's Kasan Corbin, Executive Director of Sewage and Water Board. We will be right back after the break. Stay with us.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?